Here's what's coming up on today's show. Get a plan in place. Don't just get to retirement and then try to figure out later because some people don't figure it out and they get more stressed in retirement than they did working. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Glad to have you back on the Retirement Reality Podcast alongside Mike Coynan, founder and owner over at Principal Preservation Services. I'm Ben George. Today we're talking about counting down the days to retirement. And we talked about retiring early on our last episode, but wherever you are, whenever you plan to retire, maybe a bit of a checklist, some things you need to prioritize as you lead into retirement. Mm-hmm. We'll take you through those today. So should be a good show. Mike, how's it going? We're doing great. Weather is finally <laughs> better here in the Midwest. So we're we had a cold spring, we had a cold winter, and I'm just excited that this is my favorite time of the year is to be uh, be outside and and uh, doing yard work and just enjoying being outside with the, the kids as well. Yeah, and you're gearing up for another trip as well. Where are you heading? Um, Ireland. So we're heading nice. to Ireland uh, tomorrow for about 11 days. Never been there before. This is something that we are supposed to do two years ago that got postponed because of the pandemic. So yeah, it's... it's uh, Everybody says it's beautiful. It's a green that you don't see, the green here in the States. What's the one thing on your personal to-do list when you're over there? I'm excited to golf. Um, okay. And we're going to do some tours. We're going to see some castles and the Jameson tour. and you know, But uh, we're going to golf in Killarney with some of the uh, friends. So that'll nice. be neat. Just say I golfed over there. A little link-style yeah. golf for you, huh? That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, have a good trip. And I know we'll uh, catch up afterwards and find out how it all went. But today... We want to talk about this countdown to retirement. And this is kind of a list of priorities. You know, no matter where you are, just keep these things in mind as you're getting close to retirement. They'll help you have a more successful retirement. It all begins, Mike, and we talk about this all the time, but getting healthy and staying healthy. You can't enjoy your retirement if you don't have your health. Right. I tell people a lot, you know, a lot of times before retirement, it says before you retire, get a full exam <laughs> while you're you're covered and you you know the healthcare coverage you have because you want to make sure that you get that bill of health right before you retire and just gives that peace of mind. Some people are going on some maybe not as good healthcare coverage before retirement and they maybe their coverage while working is a lot better. So I said, get that physical done, get that done a few months before you retire to make sure everything is good before you walk in there. But yeah, take care of your health. When you're there, make it a habit, I believe, when you're retired to you know, stay healthy if you are, or get healthier if you're not. And that's, you know, you know, exercise regimen, joining the gym. I know when, when you're on Medicare, um, a lot of these supplements or advantage plans, you can have like the silver sneakers plan. So it's included with your um, healthcare um, coverage, your supplement or your uh, advantage plan where you have free gym membership. So utilize that. Yeah. All about getting your health in order. That's a good tip to to get that full examination before you step away. Make sure you are covered for that. and Know where you stand as you head into retirement. But getting healthy right. and staying healthy is, is number one priority on this list. All right. Looking at your free time in retirement, do you know what you want to do, right? Do you have big travel plans? Do you want to stay at home, spend more time with the family? Do you want to volunteer? But whatever that plan for is retirement, just make sure you think through how you want to spend that free time. Yeah, some people haven't, and I, I, we talked about the last episode. There's a, you know, a large percentage of the population that they don't have these goals after retirement. You know, retirement is such a big goal, and when they get there, like now, what am I going to do? <laughs> and so you're bored, or you know, just and you almost some people go almost like into a depression because they don't have, they feel they're not contributing to 
society like they were when they're working. So make sure when you do retire, you have a, a plan of attack. What is your long-term goals? And obviously, maybe the first few months is just recover from sleep and your, let your body recover and get back to a different sleep schedule and lower that stress. But you know, are you going to volunteer? Are you going to travel? Are you going to be involved more with your, your grandkids and help being part of their lives and raising them? Um, you know, so get a plan in place. Don't just get to the retirement and then try to figure out later because some people don't figure it out and they get more stressed in retirement than they did working. Hmm. Yeah, to your point, you don't want to get bored, right? And that's that's a lot of it. I mean, do, do do you find it pretty common that people come in and say, I don't really know what I want to do in retirement, Mike. I just know that I want to get retired. Yeah, we see that a lot of times. And that's why I'm saying, well, what, what is your passion? I'm asking you, are, are you, you like to be involved with animals? Do you want to, you know, your family? Do you want to travel? Um, so golf, I mean, but, you know, up here in the Midwest, we're only golfing four or five months a year because of the weather. So that's only limited time you have to golf. So what are you going to do in the winter months? So, you know, and there's seasonal depression up here in the Midwest is a real thing. You know, we don't get as much sunlight up here because we're not outside as much. So uh, I we have friends who actually moved out of state because they, she had seasonal depression, not around enough, you know, true vitamin D, you know, in the sun. So just figure this out. You have to figure out what you're going to do, have a plan of attack. And the, the big problem with this is, you know, if you're married, you know, usually one has a different goal in retirement than the other. <laughs> They're two different, you're two different people. It's not about winning who gets to do what they want to do. It's, it's a give and take. I feel sometimes I'm a marriage counselor a lot of times and say, hey, you don't have to be so harsh. <laughs> um, I'll joke, say, hey, you want me to leave the room so you guys can have this conversation? <laughs> um, but I'll just jokingly, but saying, hey, it's all about, you know, you get to do what you want to do here, but also, you know, she gets to do what you she wants to do as well. It's, it's retirement's for both of you two. It's not just for one. Right. All right. Uh, as long as we're talking about thinking about what we're doing in retirement, what about work? Uh, I think a lot of people more and more are, are not having to just walk away from work altogether. They're kind of continuing either continuing their career or finding a new hobby that they turn into a career. Whatever it is, are you thinking about your post-retirement career? Yeah, I think this is a good thing about, I would say almost half of the people who are retiring says, I still want to just do something. You know, I want to work some kind of part-time job. And I think that's great that they're already, you know, getting a job. I just, a client of mine retired here in April and uh, she's been retired for about a month. She goes, I already got a part-time job, which is great. I had another client who you retired, I think in March and two weeks later, he got a you know, part-time job at the grocery store. You know, he goes, I beg groceries uh, and, and work the register eight hours a week. He goes, it's great. It's low stress. He goes, it's just cash register work. He goes, it's it's not stressful. And I think that's great too, because you're setting the example for this younger generation as well. You're showing them work ethic. You're showing them this is not, uh, you know, these problems that you might find that these jobs are not, you know, world problems. You know, the, take them as what they are. And I think it's a good way to, to uh, teach them by example how to handle these part-time jobs and teach this younger generation a work ethic. Yeah, for sure. And and it can be good. I mean, it's, it probably helps with planning too, right, Mike? I mean, it kind of covers a few of these things we talked about. It, it keeps you busy and your in, yeah. retirement also makes maybe planning a little easier because you have some income coming it, in. It does. And and I left that out, but you know, the peace of mind and just being active, I think is important. But for a lot of plans, it's enabled to get out of maybe the stressful job you've been doing for several years to get to a part where I'm, you know, they're only working 10 or 15 hours a week, but that extra income to supplement helps the retirement. So, you know, in many cases, 
makes a retirement plan solvent, which is so important. Uh, even if they're only going to do it for two years or three years or five years, um, it's important to have that income in order to retire. So I'm happy to see a lot of our clients are uh, are willing to keep working if they're going to retire uh, earlier than, than expected. I got a few planning items here we got on our list as well as we're counting down the days to retirement. Take advantage of those opportunities to save more. And you have a few of those mm -hmm. as you get close to retirement, right? Yeah, the uh, the catch-up contribution. So um, if you have a you know employer-sponsored plan, you can contribute, if you're 50 and older, $27,000 of contributions into those accounts. That's the standard contribution of $20,500. You get the catch-up if you're 50 and older to $6,500, which brings it to twenty-seven grand. Um, if it's an IRA, IRA or a Roth IRA, it's six thousand plus the thousand dollars catch up if you're fifteen older to seven thousand. So take advantage of those as well. Um, also, I think it's a good opportunity when you have if you have a high deductible health care plan through your employer that if you have an HSA, be sure that build build up those HSAs. Those are so important to have large HSA accounts when you're retired to have that extra money to draw from for your medical expenses or or premiums. It's nice to have those. So take advantage of the HSAs as well. All right. Along those same lines, let's talk debts. Um, where do you stand with debt, Mike? Do you want someone to retire debt free? I, I know we're always trying to pay down debt, but preferably, yes. Okay. Yeah, we uh, debt free is the best, <laughs> and so we do recommend that. We're finding, I, I would say, probably these uh, two thirds of our clients in retirement are debt free. You know, no mortgage. Um, but there's certain situations where their payments are real low. Um, they can still retire with debt. And, you know, there could be a lot of situations that might have happened. They might have lost a spouse or they might have lost a job or a business, um, you know, got started into career late. Uh, there's a lot of different situations uh, that you know, went through divorce that, you know, put their finances, you know, in a different position. And so sometimes it's okay. You can still retire with a mortgage. But what a lot of people did and a lot of my clients did when interest rates were a lot lower than they are today, they refinanced. They said, you know what, I'm going to have, I'm not going to get this mortgage paid off for, you know, 25, 30 more years. So who cares? Uh, let's just get the smallest payment possible so I can enjoy retirement. So the mortgage payment is less than what you could rent, you know, a two bedroom apartment for. Big deal at that point, right? So as long as that payment is very reasonable, you still have equity in the house if some, if you needed to get rid of the home uh, and have that equity, but preferably be debt free because you know most people are living off of a lesser income in retirement. You have social security, you might have pensions, but you have to fix that gap that you need, you know, with your investment. So being debt free definitely helps that more than obviously having debt. All right. Another planning item you have to think about as you get close to retirement is your risk. And I know risk, your risk profile will change over the course of your working career. But again, we've talked about it. If you're still, you know, investing at 58, like you were 38, that's going to be mm -hmm. a big problem. Yeah. I see that a lot where I said, this is great. And they have people haven't reassessed their, their risk for many years. It might be five years, might've been over 10 years. And I, you know, even I had a meeting yesterday, and she was like, I told my advisor I was moderate to moderately conservative. And when we pulled up the risk scores of how she's invested, she was in that moderate aggressive to aggressive. So there was a big disconnect because what we're finding is her current advisor didn't actually listen to what her she told her to invest in. And so, so sometimes it's not your fault, but you trust the advisor to do the job you tell them to do. But you should be read 
you know, especially in times like we've had this year in 2022 to readdress and relook at your risk, because even though you might have been more of a maybe moderate to, you know, um, moderately conservative investor, you know, the last 12, 11, 12 years for the most part have been good besides what we've seen this year. And, um, and you could overcome that. And it's good to see all those big returns because there wasn't a lot of volatility. Uh, but when you look at what's happening now, now you're like, I'm, I'm not happy with this. Um, I, I just talked about uh, on the news here recently, Ben, was, uh, you know, in the first four months of the year, we've already had just through January through April, we've had 12 days that either the market went up 2% or it dropped 2% in a day. That's a lot of, you know, you know, high growth or high loss in a day. But last year in 2021, we had seven of those days through the whole year. So it's just a definitely different type of market we're in than we have. And now, you know, as this this came out, we had just this week, the Fed's raised rates another half a percent, which is causing, you know, some more volatility in the market as well. So again, readdressed your, your risk. You should be investing how you, you know, where your tolerance is right now. Get that looked at. All right. So that's the list that I put together, Mike. Is there anything else you'd add to this uh, in terms of prioritizing things before your retirement? Anything else you'd, you'd, you'd make sure people are, are checking off? Yeah. Again, we, I, I always talk about planning. Um, you know, Transamerica article came out, uh, 22% of people already retired have a plan. So that's about wow. one in five people roughly. And so um, that already retired, which means they're winging it if they're just trying to do it on their own. So don't try to do it on your own. Some people are really good with numbers and we, we work with a lot of engineers that were so close to the 3M facility, a lot of smart engineers there, but they're great with numbers, but they're not understanding all the ins and outs of the retirement rules as well. So I don't care if you're an engineer or not, you should work with uh, somebody who's going to be able to, to build out a plan for you to see, you know, are your numbers keeping up with inflation? Have you thought about sequence return risk? Have you thought about dollar cost averaging? Have you thought about the penalties of take, you know, depending what state you're in and like Minnesota taxes, Social Security, Wisconsin doesn't. Have you thought about the tax implications of that? So there's a lot of things to, to put together we put in our plans that you might not have. So get a plan done. All right. Again, if you want to get your plan done, start by visiting principalpreservationservices.com. Also, check out Mike's YouTube channel, Retirement Reality On Demand. Got great video content up there as well. If you want to continue to learn more about the process or just pick up some tips and some uh, information on financial planning, you can do so on, the, on that YouTube channel as well. But if you want to call Mike and schedule that meeting and sit down and start working through this list of items before you get to retirement, which is always so important. You can call them at 855-987-8888. Again, 855-987-8888. Please subscribe to the show as well. If you haven't done that, we'd appreciate that. You don't want to miss out on our next episode, which will come out in a couple of weeks. And Mike, we'll look forward to talking to you then. Have a good trip. I appreciate it, Ben. See you soon. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.